What's going on, y'all? James Hicks here with Hicks New Media and Infotainment News. I'm here, as always, with my man, Corey Tallboy Sanders. It is another edition of The Lab. Tallboy, how you living today, brother? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? Um, I know you guys are up in uh, California, and uh, I know those uh, fires are... Uh, they're, they're, they're going crazy, shall we say. Yeah. And, um, I, I talked to some friends today, and they said that they had to evacuate. And I uh, just wanted to check on you and see how you're doing. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. Yeah, we um, unfortunately did have uh, a devastating loss for my extended family. We did lose uh, our property up up in the, um, in the Lake Oroville area, in Lake Madrone. So... I wanted to give that little shout out to all the firefighters that are out there saving uh, lives, saving properties, risking their lives and things of that nature. So uh, definitely want to give shouts out to that. And, and it's just stuff, right? That's kind of what I'm telling my kids. We will rebuild. We will move forward. Uh, but um, we still have the memories that we will continue to make some new ones. Uh, along, along that line, we've got a fantastic show tonight, right? We've, we've got some folks. No, I've been no, no, before you do that. Oh, I'm see, there you go. You're going to start. See, now they're sitting in the back of the room right now saying these, no, these but, folks is acting a fool. And, 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 I, and I respect it, but I mean, yeah. how are you doing? I mean, I know you've got kids. I know you've got a wife, but what yeah. about you? How are yeah. you handling this situation? All right, brother. Look, look, this, we, we're not. I don't we, want to have a teary-eyed moment. Or yeah, we, we may just have that. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to avoid. That that's why I got me a little little shot of scotch right here next to me. So, but uh, I, I, I'm hanging. You know, all all that matters is that family's okay and that uh, and that everyone is safe. That that's what matters to me. So th those are my priorities. Right. That's all right. Well, all my, right. Our right. prayers are gonna be with you, and you're gonna get through this show, and we're gonna continue to talk tech and make it do what it do. So I don't know where your scotch is, but uh, <laughs> you got pull out the minute, mate. Pull out the. Oh, I, I, our guests are never going to come back again. Look, I, I, I'm sitting here crying. I'm drinking scotch. You got Minute Maid. Let's get right into it. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we, we've got some of Atlanta's finest technologists uh, sitting behind the scenes with us. Uh, they are the hosts of the Snob OS podcast. They are engineers and system administrators in, uh, in their own rights, so they know what they're talking about. They have a very intriguing and engaging show. Let us bring them on, ladies and gentlemen, Nika Montford and Terrence Gaines. We've got the Tech Savvy Hello. Diva and Brother Tech. How y'all doing? Good, how are doing you? Doing good, man. Doing good. All right. See, I try to bring you on like, like Steve Harvey, but I, I, I'm, not as, I'm not as close, I'm, I, but I'm trying to get there. <laughs> One thing that I like about them, they came, well, Nika, I'm kind of worried, but Brother Tech... He came on crispy with that HD quality camera. Oh goodness, I, there you go. I'm loving it. He got that cap. I, I want to know what you're using. Are you using a capture card and a Sony? Or are you using a, a, a webcam? Man, I'm using a basic uh, Logic Tam Logic Tech HD webcam. Really, the uh, C922? Uh, I think so. That's what one it is. It's the HD version, but uh, it probably probably comes from I doing all this trial and error trying to get our podcast straight okay and i ended up paying for a uh, gig internet so that's probably yeah. half of the reason i went ahead and bumped up to the gig internet because uh like i said we've been trying to get the snob podcast to do video for like 
the past month and a half and the first couple goals at it was rough and i want to make sure that i was holding up my end of the bargain of my, my weight i, I, I didn't want to it's 50 50 you want to make sure that you was right but see see nick I'm, I'm sorry off the off the get-go he the man had already said that your your video was choppy no uh, it was I, mine it was mine that's why i paid for the extra internet <laughs> what you working with over there what, what oh. you working with Oh my gosh, you got AOL so, dialogue. There you thing. go. I'm using, I'm using Logitech uh, C922X uh, camera. Um, and like Terrence was mentioning, we tried a couple of different things because I didn't have an actual external um, webcam. Um, I just used what was built in on uh, you know, my Mac. But I do have um, a, a, a high, um, I have a Canon um, EOS um, camera. Okay. And so we went through a couple of iterations with that because you can now use your um, your camera as a webcam. So yep. we tried that. Now the image was great, but the issue is it was there's a, a web utility um, that right. Canon has, yep. and it's a beta, so it didn't necessarily work with Skype, um, the native Skype app. You had to use only the web version of skype for it to work so then that was that issue and then um i tried to some obs i was all on i went down the whole youtube rabbit hole because i had OBS. i had all these capture um applications that were feeding into the camera for the output it was it was a pretty um wild time but i ended up having to order um just the logitech camera but it took like two and a half weeks to get here um, because it was such a back order because everybody right. now that we're all, you know, home, well, most of us are home. Um, everybody was using webcams. And so the supply, I looked yeah. locally, I looked online, I just couldn't find anyone, uh, one anywhere. So I just ended up having to just order and just, and just wait until it got here. And I borrowed a friend's in the meantime until my phone arrived. <laughs> so now let, let me a, ask you. journey. <laughs> Did you have to, so I got caught up in some of that too. I've, I've done a lot of experimenting with, with cameras. Did you have to pay above what it normally costs? Yes, I end up paying like maybe almost 50% more. Yeah, yeah. So I so got the, the camera, I, I mean, yeah. Like, you want to say the webcam that I have is normally like 99. I end up paying like 150, 160 for it. Yeah. I got caught up in that too, so I upgraded to the Logitech Streamcam. So I'm I'm coming I'm going out at 1080p, but it's normally 169, and hopefully my wife isn't watching and listening right now. But yeah, I paid a little over 200 for it to get it here during the midst of COVID because got it from New York. There was only three, so they say that were available, and now they're back on the Logitech website at the regular 169 price. But that's that's a shame that that but that they do us like that, um, especially in times of need. Yeah. Supply so, and demand. Yeah. They we needed the supply. So, so let, so yeah. Let me yeah. Just real quick, because uh, we're talking tech. Um, I know you say you're using this as a web utility, but what about using your Canon, um, your Canon uh, EOS R, and using a capture card? Were you able to get a capture card, or they were just uh, out of stock? No, I. They were just, they were out of stock. I was really just trying to piecemeal it together to use what I had. Um, I, even at one point, I have um, a GoPro. So at one point, I was mm -hmm. trying to get the GoPro to, to work. So yeah. I was, I was like I said, I was really down the rabbit hole and I was pulling out all the tech that I had 
to try and to try and get it to work. And we just had, like Terrence mentioned earlier, we just had so many issues at the uh, at the origin of of switching to to doing the video streaming that I just I was like, let me just go old school and borrow a friend's webcam until I can get one shipped. So it was That's a lot of lot of trial and error, lots of error. Good. You know, before we before we go further, let, let's let's back up a little bit and tell our audience who you are with the Snob OS podcast. All right, I mean because that's a that's an interesting name, and it's a name that those of us in the in the cult of Mac will understand. I will say that, but uh, let let me let me let the, the hosts talk about that themselves. Which, which one are you going to talk, Terrence? You or Nikki? Well, I, I can start. So you know, we met. Uh, through my wife, actually. Um, I am a techie and, you know, I always involve my wife in all the tech stuff and she could care less, right? So, for example, when, let's just say next even week. Even though she is an engineer. E- even though she's an engineer, <laughs> even though she, she's, you know, uh, quality assurance, all, all that good, test developer, all that good stuff, she could care less about consumer tech, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, fast forward to next Tuesday, Apple has a an announcement where they're going to launch some products. Well, during the day, you know, I would be on my computer, you know, trying to watch the show. And then when she would come home from work, I would say, hey, you know, we got the Apple launched a new this. They launched a new that. They did this. They did that. She could care less. Right. Yeah. But while she was at work, she would have a coworker who would be watching the show at work and be telling her, well, you know, Apple did this. Apple did that. So on and so forth. So she would get it at work from a co-worker and then she would come home and get it from me right so finally she said look y'all need to meet because y'all need to move me out of the middle i feel like i'm the middle man so move me out of the out of the middle y'all two get together and talk about your little apple stuff together leave me out of it so she did that for like a year or two telling us yo y'all, you know what y'all need almost to do? two years almost two years i need to start a podcast i need to start a podcast so uh, finally, 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 we relented and uh, we linked up. And about a, about a year, a year ago, more over a year, about a it's year like ago. It's like a year fi- and a year and a half, maybe? Yeah, yeah, we finally. No, it's almost the, two. Yeah, it's almost two. two yeah. because we did. Yeah. yeah, it's almost two. Yes, because we just recorded like episode 90 something and we, yeah. do, we do once a week. So that's how we got together. Finally decided to come up with a podcast and... Since we are Apple fans, you know, we're kind of Apple snobs. So that's how we named it Snob OS. Because like James said, you know, in the Apple community, all of their major operating systems are, you know, iOS for, you know, iPhone and iPad, Mac OS for the Macs, TV OS for television, watch OS for the watches. So since we're snobs, we're in the Apple we named the podcast Snob OS, so we're the makes operating, yeah, we're the operating system for Apple Snobs. So that's kind of the so <laughs> makes sense to me. And I, I will, so I will flash back because you and I, Terrence, kind of hooked up online back many years ago when I was writing for not just my site, the, the Tech Scoop, back in the day, but I was writing for a site called MacGasm. I did a couple of posts for The Verge as well, and I, th- I think we connected on Twitter. And I don't think you, I ever told you, but I actually worked at Apple for eight years. Okay. All right. And I have the fortunate fortune of having a elevator one-on-one with Steve Jobs. Oh, wow. So I did not know that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. and folks within Apple back in those days, um, 
you know, if you ever, there was always the mystery that if you get caught in the elevator with Steve, he'll ask you what you do for the company. If he doesn't like what you're doing, he may end up firing you on your way down. <laughs> my, mine was different because it, it wasn't actually in the elevator. I had taken my team from Northern California down to Cupertino to, to give a, a, a tour of Infinite Loop. As I'm walking out of the building to take my team to the, to the company store, he's walking in. I don't see the dude, right? He's, he's a little bit shorter than I am. I damn near knocked a man down. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you something. The heart gets to fluttering. I'm saying, oh, my gosh, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't hurt the man or I'm going to be escorted off the facility. But we looked at each other. We gave each other a little point and, you know, a little like, you all right? He was like, all right. And everything was cool. But that, that is my claim to fame from, from Apple um, that, I, that I almost knocked over Steve Jobs. Okay. And that, that plaque on the wall right there is actually my AMP, my uh, Apple Management Program uh, certificate. Because when I was managing the teams there, I had to go through the entire leadership team of Apple and do presentations, uh, talk about product scenarios and things of that nature. So that's why I think... I resonate with you guys so much, and we just leaving we just leaving Tallboy out of it because um, it just makes sense that you, you just work with iOS because that's just the way to go. I'm I'm sorry, it's just so easy. It works, <laughs> and you know. Show on this, I, we have done a show, but now now it's three against one, and we got a major announcement coming in on, on the fifteenth. And understand that Android <laughs> is far more superior. Oh my god! Based off of the things that we talked about. And Nika, get him. You agree, and you agree, and you agree. We need to find the tape and, and roll it back. We we don't have to do that. But we, we we will move on. We will move on. So I, I wanted to give that context and appreciate you for telling us who the Snob OS podcast is. And again, love love the fact that you now have gone to add in video as well. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the, the technology that you're using. But to start off with, we we were talking about the fifteenth. Apple is doing a major announcement. Historically, look, even when I was inside the company, people asked me what's coming out. We don't know. Look, <laughs> it, it, it's, look, it, no, nobody knows. Schiller probably doesn't know un, until the, the last minute. It, it's, it's so locked down and, and it, it's so it's so tight. But we can we can presume right that, that there's going to be a couple of more devices. Uh, Nika, what, what do you think is going to be uh, on, on the on the list for the 15th? Um, I definitely think um, an iPad, a new iPad is coming. Um, I definitely think um, a new um, Apple Watch is coming. Um, and possibly a new laptop. Um, we did a show where we talked about um, Apple essentially coming up with their own processor. So it'll right. be not right. an Intel-based laptop, but a silicon-based Mm -hmm. um, what they're calling Apple Silicon based. So mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming we may see something um, to that effect as well. Um, there have been lots of rumors. We've covered some of them on our show where there could be some over the ear um, headphones um, where we've been calling them AirPod Pros um, and uh, not AirPod Pros, um, Studio. AirPod Studio. Um, yeah, studio. So uh, it, it's it's going to be um, interesting because wow. there's been, of course, everybody's been really looking forward to the iPhone 12. And there have been rumors that the iPhone 12 may not be um, brought up um, on the on the announcement due to, you know, 
we're in the middle of COVID. So parts, um, U.S. had this little tete-a-tete going with China. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But I'm hoping um, that an iPhone 12 is, is announced, at least even if we don't get it until October or sometime. Because that's yeah. one of the other rumors is that there'll be a second Apple event later in October that is solely for the for the iPhone. So yeah. those are my now, guesses based now on feature on, on what feature we'll functionality perspective, right? So Tallboy, you you've got the LG phone, right? With the with the um the the, with the dual dual screen. Right. Apple's talking about adding some different connectivity into their devices, right? Again, these are just rumors again, you know, and we're, we're always looking at, no, I say we, Apple's always looking at new advancements from the camera perspective, right? It, it, who uses their phone to take, to actually make phone calls? Nobody, right? It's all, it's all about taking pictures, throwing them on social, making that easier to share. So I think that's always going to be a big push in terms of the ease of use and functionality integrated into the Apple device. Terrence, do you ever think that Apple will do something like that LG and have a dual screen type of uh, foldable phone? Um, eventually, simply because there's only so much you can do with a smartphone now. You can only make it so thin. You can only make it so flat. You know, you can only use certain materials. You know, whether it be glass, whether it be aluminum, whether it be stainless steel. So there has to be another dimension added to a smartphone to spark new interests. Um, LG, like you mentioned, is playing around with some things. Samsung is playing around with some things. Mm -hmm. Microsoft uh, announced their device to where that is a new dimension to a relatively, you know, run-of-the-mill device. So of course, smartphones are not run-of-the-mill in any stretch of imagination. But as far as the design look, you know, they're 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 bricks with a screen yeah. on it, right? So they have to do something to spark new interests. I can't think of another thing that they can do to a smartphone outside of adding another screen and adding some functionality or some function of folding, you know, to add more screen real estate to the device. You know, of course, Samsung, LG, some of the others I mentioned have jumped the gun, got out there first. Apple traditionally has kind of held back. You know, right. you can see the perfect example with like 5G, you know, uh, 5G devices have been out for over a year. You know, Apple has kind of hung back. Uh, rumors are September 15th is no announcement going to announce 5G on the devices, but that is after some of the other manufacturers, some of the other brands have jumped on it. Folding devices will probably be the same thing. Apple will hold yeah. back, see what people are doing, see what's working, see what flops, and yeah. put their own spin on it. And all of us Apple fans are going to be like, oh, that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Gotta have it. Gotta while, have it. <laughs> while, while, the L, while the LG people will be like, yo, we've had that for like a year and a half. What y'all tripping about? Yeah. <laughs> Look, look, look at him up there. Look, look, look at Corey up there. So, because now, so is your phone 5G? Is that LG a 5G phone? Yes, it is. Okay. And do you have 5G connectivity in, in your area? Yes, I do. I live in downtown Atlanta. Okay. 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 We'll see that. Well, Terrence and Nick, they right there off of Peach Street somewhere. I know Peach Street because it's all, it's all over the place, Peach right? Yeah, you off of Peach Street, some kind of house. Are y'all Fulton County, DeKalb County, Cobb County, Clayton County, or you city of Atlanta? Well, which one? I'm OTP, homie. I'm uh, Cobb County. Yes, sir. Listen at him. Mm -hmm. We out. I'm DeKalb. Yeah, see, I'm the see, right they, on the border of Atlanta, so. So, so she on, the, so she's from the east side, and he's. Uh, I'm, I'm north. I'm, I'm north. North. Yeah, he's north. Yeah, he's, he's, north. North. he's not even top yeah. of the perimeter. He, he, he's, he's, he's in the. 
in the snobby area. Oh, it's today. <laughs> there we go. It's all good. And my girlfriend lives in, in Marietta, so I, I have to come out there with my hands on ten and two. So no, no, no hard feelings. <laughs> you know what time it is. I love it. I love it. So, so let so let me ask. I, I've seen, and I'll ask you this specific, uh, specific Terrence. I've I've seen you over the years. Now, are you planning on? Whatever they announce, you know, new mobile device. Are, are, are we upgrading? Irregardless of what it is, that's just kind of again been built into our mentality since the early devices, and now we're at twelve. Well, it, so it used to be built into my mentality. Um, okay. Now I'm at the mode to where I legitimately skip a generation or two. Okay. So this go around is my turn to upgrade everything. I okay. so when the the newest generation of Apple Watch comes out. It'll be my turn because I skipped the generation five. Normally, I wouldn't do that. I've kind yeah. of grown and evolved to where it's like, look, I don't need it that bad as much as I may want it. <laughs> I don't need it that bad. So as a, you know, a a middle ground, I won't get it every year. I'll skip a generation. So I don't okay. have the five. I've got the four. Okay. So now I'm going to get the six. So, okay. with it, you know, um, in this coming upcoming announcement, the iPhone may not be announced, but whenever they announce the iPhone 12, I'll get it because I've got the 10X Max. max. So, I skipped the iPhone 11. Okay. So, it's my turn quote, I heard that. I to heard get that. the iPhone 12. So, I'll order it sight unseen simply because I skipped the previous generation. All right. Daddy needs some new shoes too. That's what you, that's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs> now I also know that. Hold on, hold on. What about Nika? Hold on. What about Nika? Yeah, go ahead. So um, I'm I'm of the the cloth that if I like it, I'll go ahead and get it. Um, mm. And if it's something I want, so for the for the Apple Watch, I have like one, three, and four. So I didn't get five. Um, and for the iPhone, I'm still on the iPhone 10 because okay. I was waiting for 5G. So I skipped um, the 10S and I skipped the 11. And so I'm pretty much on edge. My 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 pay finger is is, is ready for when the iPhone 12 um, drops. So at so midnight, definitely. Yeah. You're going to be right there with us at midnight. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Do it. Can I ask y'all a yeah. question? And I think this is. And, and this is really Android or iOS. Are you guys more phone uh, fans, or are you really more like tablets and and, and accessories? So I'm. Phone. I'm all about the Apple ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and, and I'm and I'm phone wise because I hope we get to a point to where everything is on our phone, i.e., our car keys, yeah, i.e., our license, i.e., our medical insurance cards, anything that I would normally put in a wallet. We're already putting cash on the phones. We're already paying for things on our phones. So I think a smartphone eventually will be the center of our digital universe. And what we'll do is we'll use our phone, like I mentioned, pay for things, daily transactions, we'll do work. And even I, invent, I envision when we come home, we will simply dock our devices into a system to then it be our tv we'll yeah. dock we'll dock it into a a system or something and it'll be our gaming platform we'll you know dock it into you know it'll when we come home our house will start to light up and respond to the devices sort of like they do now 
but not that but you know going forward it'd be more widespread to where you know most of our house functions whether it be turning on the oven and and setting the alarm some of the things we kind of do now but more entwined in our device more, to, more where, okay. to where we'll not need as many devices so right now i've got my phone i've got my ipad i've got my laptop behind me i've got my xbox i've got a tv behind me eventually those will just be uh vessels or um, mm. um accessories they'll be accessories like you mentioned but the main brains to everything will be in my device and i'm just nearly just going to the different devices and it being the brains of everything to where i necessarily don't need all this technology i just need a input output but this be the brains yeah, and we and we're already headed in. We're already really headed in that direction, with the exception that, right? Like as Terrence mentioned, you know, your driver's license or your um, passport or your um, or your insurance card. You have apps that have all of those things. But going right. forward, I see all of those things being native in the app where you don't have to open up you know, your Blue Cross Blue Shield app, or you don't have to open up your Delta app to, to you know, scan your boarding pass. I think it's going to get to the point where everything is just going to be natively available without having to have all these different apps to do all these different things. Well, I was looking at your show last week and you guys were talking about digital wallets on public transportation. And I know that they, um, I heard you mention that they're doing that in the DC metro area. Um, I know where the MARTA transportation system is a little bit behind compared to some <laughs> of the Yeah, it is. I've been on it too. Yeah. <laughs> some of the other metro, major metro cities, but even abroad, they have that digital, uh, you know, they were already doing this already in other countries where you could just literally just tap your phone and you, know, you can reload as well and you just be able to go to and from work because they see the th this is literally this is your lifeline you know yeah. back in the day when i was younger you knew everybody's phone number by heart now if you get stopped by the police you need this if they take it from you what are you gonna do you know so we're living in that age where that digital wallet or you know it's it's everything like you said, so we're already having the apps, but it's not necessarily. Maybe we can go away from the apps and it'll be already built into the phone, shall we say, whether mm -hmm. it's LG, Samsung, Nokia or Apple. <laughs> you had a hard time putting and that last one out, didn't you? Headed that way. And you can really yeah. um, New York, um, their subway system has um, the same type of Samsung, Apple Pay as well for for right. their um, subway um, trains. Um, even if you go now, you can see it when you go to like Target or somewhere, you can just tap your phone on the pay system. So you don't necessarily have to yeah. type in anything. So it's definitely headed in that direction. And right. especially with what, what's going on with COVID, um, I think that we'll definitely steer towards more wireless, hands-free, you know, minimal type of interfaces that we have to, to do with daily. So what they're doing it now, that's definitely um, they're, they're doing it now because I went to a restaurant, a, a, a Chipotle fast food restaurant, and they won't even take cash in the Midtown area anymore. You literally have to download their app and pay for everything online. And I think they're Due to COVID, everything is 
due to COVID, everything is going to that online method. Um, went to another restaurant and we gave them cash and we didn't even get our change back. And it was like, hey, that's a whole 75 cent. Like, where's our change? You know, so it was, I, I literally told my girlfriend, I, I just said, that's it. You know what? Moving forward, we give people cash. But then when we go to establishments, we just take it off of our uh, debit card or, you know, you just take it off of your uh, cash app or PayPal. If they have. And I don't even give people cash. Look, if you want money from me, you better take it the way I give it to you. So if I tell you you need this app, if you want my money, you better figure out how to get it. There it is right there. That's what I was waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. You know, let, let me let me pivot just a little bit because and we, we've already touched on. COVID and how that's kind of changing perception and kind of changing our actions and something that new that has come up in society and entertainment due to COVID is the whole versus um, mentality versus what, what, what I want to call it ecosystem entertainment forum right uh, one series yeah series right and trying to find the right synonym there right for it what do you think about that right again Folks utilizing technology to still push out content, entertainment to to people. Again, we live. We've all said this already. We live on these mobile devices. They're being streamed by default to Instagram Live. Now they've got that great contract with Apple, so now you can stream them to uh, Apple Music. But you've got one artist, one great artist against another great artist showing their catalog. And Versus has really become a mainstay. I think right from an entertainment perspective, and it only happened because of COVID. Right. What, what, what do you think about that? Well, I'll kind of take it back even a little bit before that. Um, record labels really had a hold on artists as to how they could put out music, when they could put out music, and more importantly, how they can get paid off of their music, right? To where, you know, you've heard stories about major artists like TLC, like Tony Braxton, you know, some other ones to where they were multi-million, you know, tracks or albums sold, multi-Grammys, multi-awards, but they were essentially broke. That's because the record label had a hold on how they could put out their information to where recently, 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 artists have started to go independent to where they're less relied on their label and how they made their money was going on tour. So they will put out an album, Go, go independent, put out an album essentially for free. You know, don't have that signing bonus from the label. They gave yeah. him a million dollars, didn't have any sort of recording budget to make videos or whatever. They put out the, 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 the art, the content, and then go on tour. That's how they make their money. Well, fast forward to COVID, ain't nobody going on tour no more because mm-hmm. locked everything down. So how can artists figure out, not just, you know, entertainers, you know, we're talking DJs, we're talking uh, gamers. We're talking all these different people. You know, how can I still create content? How can I still make money in the in the COVID era to where mm-hmm. people are at home? Well, if you're at home, people are itching for content still. So they're going to Twitch. They're going to yeah. Instagram. They're going to, you know, we'll talk about a little bit later, all these streaming uh, networks, right? So Instagram was a prime example to where people go on there, not just to consume content, but to actually create content. So yep. Swiss Beats and Timberland, some of our more popular producers, I don't know if it was by design, I don't know if it was just playing around, but they've 
previously done kind of like these battles amongst themselves. I can remember Swiss Beats going against Timberland, going against some of these other artists. So I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it was by design. I don't know if this is a grand scheme or they were just playing around and said, well, let's take some of our favorite artists and put their catalogs up and see in the beginning who's the yeah. winner. But yeah. then it kind of evolved into just a celebration of music. Yeah. And and it and I'll Nico, I'll, I'll let you interject as well because it kind of took a it t- took a weird turn with uh with Teddy with Teddy Riley because because brother Teddy you know he tried to he tried to do too much like he he tried to he just keep it plain keep it simple but he bought everybody he bought the dances he bought uh he bought the whole band had a DJ <laughs> now the last one Monica against uh, Brandy that was nice. This next one that's coming up is old school though. Uh, who who is it? It's it's not not Shalimar. Gladys Knight. Patty, Patty, come on, Patty Labelle. You 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 know we we tuning in for that. What, so so Nick, what what are your thoughts on this? Again, I mean this whole how it's evolved and into now where you've got giants like a Patty Labelle and the Gladys Knight. You know these types of folks that are participating in this. Right. So it all started out as uh, fun. You know, we're all locked in. Let's do something to entertain ourselves to now a full fledged business. Um, They've changed the model and essentially it's evolved from, you know, two guys in their house, you know, through their iPhone or through their laptop, you know, just playing their catalog or or battling back and forth to now you have full scale productions. You have now people being in the same room. And I think that takes a lot of the issues that we're seeing earlier. For instance, um, even after um, Teddy Riley, we had um, Jagged Edge and 112. I mean, that was just, uh, that was just a mess. Yeah, that was terrible. That was (laughs) terrible, yeah. With with Nelly and um, I think Luda. But Ludacris had a whole studio where he had his setup. I think Nelly was just like kind of, you know, yeah, he, was out there, he was out there on the corner somewhere. Yeah, he was. He... <laughs> right, right. So I think what we've learned from this is that it has grown from something simple on Instagram to a full-fledged, thought-out, um, viable business. Yeah. So now you have Ciroc being a sponsor. You mentioned Apple before, yeah. so you can stream it on, on Apple Music. At one point, you could stream it um, from Apple TV. So what I yeah. think the lesson was is that the best way to get the highest quality from from this is you're gonna have to have folks in the same room. And I think even at one yeah. point, um, Swiss Beats and, and Timbaland started sending out media kits and setup kits, do this, do that. And as we saw with Teddy, mm-hmm. he didn't follow the kit, so it kind well. of went you know, a little bit you know, off the rails. So I think that's one way that they are controlling the way the content looks, because now when things were happening, the audio would go out. People like Swiss or Tim, like, what's going on? What's going on with y'all's platform? And it was affecting their reputation personally because exactly. they are both, you know, well known, is known for producing excellence. We all listen to their music, and when it was one of those things where it was like, hey, this is now a real thing. We're getting hundreds of thousands, even millions. Of, of of eyes on our products, so we have to ensure that yeah. we are putting out a quality project product that's going to reflect well on us. So I yeah. think that's the biggest lesson learned from them, and we yeah. get to reap the I, benefits because it's it's been that's a good true. Time. 
we we win, right? Either way, we win when we see these artists. And Corey, I want you to chime in as well, but then I want to ask you a subsequent question kind of along, along these lines. Okay, so I totally disagree with everything that you guys are saying. What? No, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just kick you off video, brother. You know what? You, you, you was the doubting Thomas in, in the room. No, I, I like to play devil's advocate. Okay, okay. Roland Martin. And the I don't devil don't even know how. He said he's going to be the Roland Martin. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> Roland Martin was trying to tell Swiss Beats and Timbaland something, but they didn't listen. They, and this is no knock on them. They just That was just a personal decision that they made. We as African-Americans, we control the music, we control the culture, we control the style, we control the shoe culture, we control everything that goes on. And the mistake that Swiss, the, 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 the mistake that, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, I just got a phone call, so I had the phone on vibrate. The mistake that we made is we use the Instagram platform. Why did you not, as a multimillionaire, create a versus.com website, set you up an RTMP feed, go get you a CDN, and then drive everybody to this website. But instead, you sent everybody to Instagram. And when you sent them to Instagram, who makes that money? Mm-hmm. We don't make any money. You could have sold your CD, you could have sold your T-shirts, or your member. Uh, you you should have you could have sold product on the site. Mm-hmm. But instead, you allow Instagram who then in turn got people to sign up, which is a product of Facebook, then it's like, okay, which is great, but Patti LaBelle got followers, Templin got followers, Snoop got followers, and the last one that we saw was what, 1.2 million or something like that. You could have brought all those sponsors to versus TV.com, and then you could have you could have monetized it that way. But we don't own that. Well, so uh, not to not to disagree, but um, Timberland Swiss Beats has been doing this versus thing long before it was called versus. Mm-hmm. I, I can remember him doing things with Swiss Beats versus Just Blaze. He did it with Timberland. Uh, I don't want to say Dr. Dre. He's done it with some some high end producers. So when the COVID thing hit, I don't think to their to 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 Roland Martin's points, I don't think they thought that far out. I think the the, the idea was mm-hmm. people are bored. And not yeah. just viewers. I'm talking about artists. We're bored. Yeah. They didn't have anything to do. People are already on Instagram, so there is something to come where the people are, right? But you, it was just I know I, I know where you're going, and again, it can still go there, even though they've signed on with Ciroc, even though they've signed on with Apple Music. It's nothing now that the the platform has been proven, and it's been proven yeah. because Instagram, because yeah. Apple Music has jumped on and doled out a lot of money and we don't have to front anything right so that there's 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 some benefit into coming where people are and us not having to come out with some money because they still had to prove the platform i don't know if people are willing to shell out five six dollars a month to go to versus tv to do this whole versus battle back when it was whomever started or whoever did it first now now that it's proven they can still do their own thing in all the ways that you said, and now they have a better opportunity, a possibility or probability that people will actually follow and leave an Instagram, leave an Apple Music to join another platform and then possibly pay for that to get those, to get that thing rolling to where now we control from front to back. 
Okay, That's so interesting. I'm out. Interesting all, 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 I'm, all I'm saying, and then I'm going to go to my next point about Teddy Riley. All I'm saying is you could have had a versus TV.com and put up a media player and have it built out. These Timberland and, and Swiss, they're multi-millionaires. So you're telling me a $1,000 website with massive bandwidth with a CDN to reroute, and you say, I'm going to give you this free content. And then you can still you you would have made money just off of just the product alone. True, so, but you know how they say in business, why well, do it with my money when I can do it with somebody else's? So there, there's a, there's a benefit to that. And, now, and I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But that's no different from Luke. That's no different from Luke signing or Master P being independent versus uh, say somebody who signed to a record label. They got that upfront money, shall we say? But guess what, Luke. And Master P owned it, owns their masters, and they'll be millionaires and billionaires for the rest of their life. And there's a learning lesson, and they can still grow through there. And, and, yeah. and, Roland, and yeah. Roland Martin told them when it first happened after the Teddy Riley, he told them, don't go on Instagram. You should start your own, and they just didn't listen. Now, right. with, now with the Teddy Riley point. Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think they didn't listen. Hold on one second. I don't think they I don't think they didn't listen. I think one of the things that we always have to keep in mind, the verses that we started with to the verses that we have now, would we have been able to get to those from point A to point B had they mm. went ahead and created their own platform? And I don't think it's it's as simple as creating the website and building it out because hold on no hold on one second because what i'm saying is you had the people again like you mentioned we're all locked in everyone was bored the way that this thing moved how fast it moved i don't know if they would have been able to churn out a solid enough product for black people to you pay know their money on something based based on what they had previously seen you're, yeah. you're going to be hard pressed to get people to say based on the quality that I've already seen to go to another website. And again, you already have built in audience. You already have built in bandwidth. So now that it is what it is now, as Terrence was mentioning, uh, you can now you'll, you'll take that audience with you with their, wherever you go because it's branded yeah. perfectly. They handle yeah. the marketing and branding. And for me, that's more key in some instances than the actual interface. Because if you have people that have bought in, they're locked in, they will follow you wherever you'll go. And it's been proven because you could see it. First, you could only see it on on Instagram. Then yeah. people followed it over to Apple TV. Then people followed it over to Apple Music. So if you have a quality product, which they've shown based on where it started, where it wasn't not so great, to now you have full-blown produ- productions, I think I think if they wherever they want to go, if they do want to take it offline, if they do want to take it to another, you know, venue or site or create their own, they can do that now and have a solid footing and backing of not only, you know, the public, but these artists who, you know, their time is valuable and they don't want to go out there looking crazy. So this will allow <laughs> them to be able to present their music, present, um, you know, I think for Brandy and Monica, they did it because they both had music coming out. So now yeah. it's a way that they can say, okay, we can't do concerts. We can't do promo like we normally do. Let's do a versus, let's announce some new music. Let's play some new music. And even on Brandy and Monica, they did sell merch. They sold it for when we all vote to, yeah. to help out yeah. there. So I think what Roland Martin had in mind 
in a perfect world would have been great. It's always good to own it and have have it have it be yours and not go through someone else. But you also have to keep in mind where we are with COVID, where we are with people having access to to different types of of, of media and streaming yeah. capabilities. So I get what he's saying. I don't think that it was wrong for them to go the route that they went. It's the route that they chose. Could it yeah, have worked going right, the yeah. way that Rogan it could have? It yeah. could have, we don't know. And that's just the choice that they made. So now it's picking up where we are and now getting the ownership. Now that we know that it's a valuable product and it's branded correctly. Yeah. And that's what you said. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> we can look at the whole show in itself. I but love I will it. say this about Teddy Riley. I think. We, we clown him and we talk about him because he, you know, we look at it and, and say, you try to do a whole production. But in all honesty, he really had something. And if he would have pulled that off, that would have really set the tone moving yeah. forward had he pulled what he was trying to do off. Erica Badu did it, but she just, you know, hers was much more flawlessly. I and mean, then I think she sold her tickets for a dollar and she did it on her website. So this is no different from what the Versus series is. And you're telling me that as artists, just saying as artists, you have Ice Cube or Snoop or Master P can go live and say, go to this website and you're going to get minimum 25 to 50,000 people that will go over to wherever they say, meet me right now. This is where I'm going to be at. So I just think that Teddy Riley had something. It's just that he just did not have it lined up but if he would have did it, it would have been genius. What yeah. Erica Badu did, she made uh, she made a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars in one night off yeah. of one dollar off of one dollar ticket sales. So yeah. if, like I said, if you don't see it from my point of view, I get it. But I just look at it as we just turned around and gave uh, uh, Instagram, which is Facebook, all of this money when that could have been Swiss Beats and Timberlands. That could have been all of them, and we could have been championing them, saying, you know, Black America, we got, we got us a win. We're still winning because versus. And awesome I don't think, winning. I don't think, but I don't, I don't think we're disagree. I don't think we're disagreeing with the the concept or the premise. Um, I, I definitely agree that it would have, it would have been great if they had their own platform. But again, when you think about Erica Badu, how far in the versus battles were we? And she knew that she yeah. was going yeah. on to this platform, so she had enough time to no, build that out. But the ones that were in the earlier rounds, they didn't. She was in the beginning when this happened. And if you and say even if you get even if she got a hundred thousand people to go over, they had I think Jill Scott and Erica Biden's had a million people. If all one hundred million, even if all five hundred thousand went over there, would her bandwidth would have been able to sustain? everybody picking up and migrating mm. over or would it completely slowed her system down so we don't know what they what the guts or the back end was on her system did she account for that or did she not so i i don't i won't say i'm disagreeing with you i'm wholeheartedly agreeing that it would have been great to have their own you know environment to do this in it's just not what it was that's just yeah. not what they had yeah, I mean, and, and, and i think and, they were doing yeah. the best that they could with what they had yeah, um, you know, and so it's free ninety nine. <laughs> free ninety nine. So <laughs> obviously, there's relevance in this conversation, right? Because it's relevant for for the culture. It's relevant for folks who are fans of music, fans of whatever genre of music, wh whoever 
Tim and Swiss go with next, right? I mean, and, and the fact that we're talking about ownership, we're talking about accessibility, bandwidth, all, all of those kinds of things. Yeah, I would, I would much rather give uh, Monica a couple of dollars than give Mark Zuckerberg. I, th I don't think Zuckerberg needs it, even though I'm running ads right now on his platform. That's a whole nother story. But awesome conversation. And I, I, now I, I think I want to go into another topic because I want to be cognizant of your guys' time. Um, we had talked a little bit about live streaming um, services. Corey and I actually did a show not too long ago as well uh, about the technology that we use to run the lab. We're using StreamYard. StreamYard works really well for the needs that we have, being able to just shoot you a link, boom, you can get into the studio, you can log in uh, with relatively not too many issues. You get your audio, you get your, you get your visual, you get your lighting taken care of, and boom, you're in. What are you guys using on the Snob OS podcast for, for your video and for and even for your podcast piece? You know, what, what platform are you guys using for the podcast as well? Yeah, sure. So StreamYard did not work for us. <laughs> OK. And why? Tell, tell me what, why it didn't work. Um, the the, the um, video quality was terrible and okay. the delay was terrible. Like, again, I don't know what the difference is between how we were using it. Maybe we were using the free version and we hadn't upgraded yet. We were trying okay. some different things out before we shelled out. Um, I don't know. So we tried OBS, which is, mm -hmm. you know, a, a popular one for like gamers. There yeah. are some people who do. Yeah, there are some people who do broadcasting. I know it from the gamer platform background. Uh, we tried StreamYard. We tried um, a couple of different ones. We but then Twitch. we landed. We run get we, Twitch. Yeah, yeah. We tried mm -hmm. to run it through Twitch. Um, Ecam worked off the bat, so that okay. we, we we tried it for like two episodes. Uh, we we uh, you know it worked for us, so we went ahead and upgraded, and that's what we currently use now. As far as the podcast, um, we upload to our website Squarespace, and that's where our po um, our okay. website is. Okay, and yeah. that, and and then that pushes out to Apple Podcasts, pushes out to Google Podcasts, pushes out to Spotify because we've linked the RSS feed to it. No. So, so are, these, are these, excuse me, I hate to cut you off, but are these, so are you pre-recording the show or are you guys uh, recording the show live and then uploading it to your website? The latter. So we're recording it live. Uh, it goes to our YouTube live for our Patreon uh, follower supporters. Support the show. Oh, it's not, it's yeah, about to say, give, 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 give it a shout out. Give it a shout out. I ain't knew it, this homie. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash SnobOS cast if you want to be a supporter. Um, so we record live. Uh, it, it automatically goes to YouTube. Um, then we take that video. Um, we take the video. We strip out the audio, upload that to our website, and that pushes out to the podcast. We chop up the video a little bit more, and we put it on YouTube around the same time that the podcast goes live. And we just throw up a, you know, like I said, basic, you know, blog post about what the episode is about. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Now, I've tried Ecamm. I actually just ended a trial with Ecamm. Um, Tallboy, I know you use OBS and you, I no. mean, look, as far as far, uh, you've used OBS, you're familiar no, with OBS. Never, no, no, I've oh never no, Okay. I, I, I use XSplit. Split okay, but but all of those different. So I, I tried I tried OBS. It was it was just uh, more 
complex than I wanted it to be, right? I wanted something very easy, very straightforward for guests. That was my whole idea, right? Make make it easy for guests. And I did upgrade to the StreamYard Pro, so that's why I can go out at 1080p. So I I went ahead and put a little extra skin in the game right right up front. But Um, let me ask you this question. Did the the 1080p just released on StreamYard within the last 60 days or the last 30 days, correct? Yeah, it's very very recently, correct? Yeah, up, up up until then, I was going out only at only at seven twenty, but you know, only, but you know, it's still decent. But yeah. Um, as, and as far as the podcast goes, so our show, this show, and all the other shows in 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 the uh, ITN network will stream to Facebook, our brand pages, Twitch, YouTube, uh, infotainmentnews.net. Depending on the content, I'll stream to LinkedIn Live as well because I've, I've been authorized to, to stream to LinkedIn Live. So I go there. After the shows, I pull down the audio and I upload those to Anchor. And through Anchor, syndicate it to all the podcast networks. So to the you know, Google and to Apple and Spotify and all of that. So kind, kind of the same type of dynamic. Ecamm is nice. I, I do like it. And, and I think it's... If if I ever decide to go to a different level to where I want to have multi cameras, I think that that's my whole thing. If I decide I want to have multi camera angles and, and and stuff like that, that's when I'll probably go up to eCam if Streamyard. See, there he go. See, there he. Go. <laughs> if, if Streamyard doesn't add that, but but honestly, right now and just you know check them out, man. Give them give them another look in terms of ease and functionality. Again, I sent you guys the link tonight, and you know pretty pretty straightforward for inviting mm-hmm. guests. But now, Ecamm, you can invite folks on through Skype as well, right? That's how we do it. We use Skype. Oh, that's nice. See, yeah, that's that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what's up, right? Because cause I really would like to be able to, even for folks who don't want to be on screen, right? I mean, just be able to have them call in and right. have kind of just that voice on, on behind the scenes. So, okay. And so, so Corey, you, you're a uh, you're Wirecast. You're... you're, you're Talk to us a little bit about the the, the technology that, that you use because the the trial with Tammy show that, that you run uh, right. that's that, so, that's a huge production I think. So I'm using similar to what um, I, I would say is the middle tier. OBS is the free open broadcast service that everyone yeah. uses. I think the industry standard uh, when you're talking about live streaming, live streaming was kind of really geared more for PC owners. And then Mac wanted to get in the game, and I think Ecamm came along about two or three years ago. Don't quote me on that. Um, but they came along, and um, but for what I use, I use a second tier, which is really more for gamers. Um, it's called XSplit. And so with XSplit, uh, they have a gamecaster, and then they have a broadcaster version. So mm-hmm. I use the broadcast version, and then with I can build out my scenes, I can upload media, I can shoot out to multiple platforms, whether it's Facebook, uh, in, uh, excuse me, Facebook, um, YouTube, or an, a custom RTMP feed, um, which is like a website or, uh, for the ones that are not uh, familiar that are watching the show. Um, and then um, I just jumped on to Restream to allow, to take some of that bandwidth off of my laptop and I'm looking mm-hmm. at today, I was looking at a service called caster.io, which is a little bit cheaper than Restream. But with the two shows that I produce, um, like you said, it's a full scale production. We have overlays, custom built overlays with their uh, display boxes for one guest, two guests, or you know, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be guests. It could be media and yourself or whatever the case may be, whether it's a JPEG or an MP4. Yeah. And we have the boxes sized out um, to fit the, the, the dimensions that we want. And uh, from there, that's pretty much it. So, um, okay. I, but I, I like the fact that you have multiple camera angles, right? So, so you, right. You, you give that option. So you've got your your DSLR or your mirrorless, and, and maybe that GoPro uh, over Tammy right. while she's cooking, so use, which which is really nice. Right. So I use a Canon for so for her show. Uh, I use a Canon. Um, I use a Sony A sixty four hundred. I use a overhead. Uh, uh, it's not a GoPro, but it's an action cam, which does not have a clean HDMI out. So I have to cut it out, cut out mm. the layout, which it allows you to resize inside of XSplit. And then also I have a Sony A5100. Um, so those are the four cameras. And then I pulled all that into the A10 Mini and it allows me to switch. Now with the show that I produced earlier today, the Untold Stories of Solar, Instead of using Skype or using Zoom, we use another service called Whereby. Um, and yeah. then I just have them from all over the world. As long as I give you a link, it brings you right into the room. You're having a conversation like as if it's Zoom and they're using those overlays. But you have to have a second monitor to be able to see what I'm doing, because right now it's no different from a Zoom call. What you're seeing is. Uh, it's, it's a Zoom call, but the only difference is with, with Zoom, you see that little yellow or yellow or gold box pop up every time there's some type of movement, whereas yeah. with this service whereby you don't see that at all. Okay. So um, you can have for the free version four guests, and then if you pay for the paid version, which is $10 a month, I think you can have up to 10 guests. So with the overlays built out, you just have to just get your overlays taken care of and you can do whatever you want. And so for okay. me, it works great for me. It mm -hmm. gives me that full uh, broadcast television production that, you know, I would want to see as opposed to just a standard and no knock against StreamYard. I, you know, it's a web based service, whereas Ecamm, XSplit, OBS and vMix, they're all downloadable software mm -hmm. to where you can build out your production the way you want. Yeah. And maybe that's the problem we were having StreamYard. It's web based, uh, versus Ecamm does run off my run off our computers. But uh by all that other stuff you said, Tall Boy, look, I'm a techie, but I ain't into all that. <laughs> by the time by the time we get there, I have a producer do all that. So I just wanna hear go live and, and we live. That's, oh, that's right. all it is. Yep. But that's yep. what I'm doing for that show that I yeah. just I mean, they literally just sit and just like you guys do your show. And I'm literally they just send me the pictures. They send me the videos that they want and they'll tell me when they want it to run. And as soon as you say uh, Harriet Tubman, I'll have a picture pop up on the screen that says, hmm. Tubman. I know you didn't look down at your shirt. When yes, I he did. He wanted to make sure it was spelled right. You see, I'm rocking my, 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 my famous, uh, my fa you know, famous enough too. I'm trying to represent a little bit, but I mean, that, that's a, that's a good conversation, right? Because I, I guess, and, and I'll sum it up in this, that there's a platform for everyone. If there's any blessing of COVID, it's that some folks have been able to really put some skin in the game and, and, and to bear it out if they're trying to do a live streaming offering, it's some, some, something to the sort of what all four of us are doing. And, and that, that's going to help me as well get out of just writing text on the site, but doing more more video and doing more of a show as well. So, 
you know, the, the eCams, the Wirecast, the XSplits, the OBS, the StreamYards, whatever the case may be, you can pay nothing or you can pay a couple of hundred dollars, and but you can have a quality uh, deliverable to, to, to your audience. So just think of it like this. Before COVID-19, the live streaming community was not respected. Um, it was like, oh, that's cool, that's nice, but you know, we'll get around to it, we'll check it out. But then the second the world shut down, it was how do we still be able to survive? How do our kids still go to school? How do we keep business running? And I think when you look at Microsoft Teams and you look at Zoom and you look at some of those other uh, web conferencing services, that was the go-to thing because Skype was the, the granddaddy of them all, you know, when Oprah made that big announcement back in 2006, I would like to say about Skype, Skype took off. And now within from 2006 to where we are now in 2020, Zoom just Zoom isn't even five years old, I don't believe. And they have they're now the new thing. And you're seeing all these security issues. And I've tried to tell people they do what they want not deal with zoom but there's other services that are just as good or if not better but because it's nike you know it's the nike of web conferencing everyone wants to buy a pair of nikes do yeah. you want to be the chuck taylors do you want to be the adidas do you want to be the reebok you have to go out there and go do your research but COVID 19 has allowed people to give more respect to live to live streaming and say you know what this is how i can survive and then for the culture aspect of it the artists are now more willing to do interviews with bloggers or with people just to be able to stay relevant or just to be able to just have something to do. So live streaming has, has, has been able to open up interviews that you probably would not have been able to do. Y'all yeah. see how we bend it and flex and, and, and bring it in a little snob or worse. We talking about the culture. Yeah, you see, we, we do our homework around here. Well, somebody better recognize it. It's just not a game right here over here on the lab, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring up one last topic again. I want to be cognizant of time. And we had started talking a little bit about, I think it all kind of culminates into some of the things we've talked about already. Uh, we're stuck at home, can't go anywhere. Some places are just now starting to open up. But you know what? I'm staying home wearing my mask all day, every day. Um, how you're accessing entertainment. Uh, streaming services. Uh, are you? Is anyone cutting the cord? Right. What? What? What's it like? You know. Are Are you Netflixing and chilling all day, every day? Are you taking advantage of Hulu, Amazon Prime, Sling? What What are you guys seeing from you know, the, the folks in your circle? And, and what do you use? I'll, I'll start with you, Nika. Are, are you? Have you cut the cord completely? And if so, and if not, what services do you pri primarily use? I'm very corded in. I'm still, <laughs> I still have the cord, but I also have all the other, I have Hulu, I have Amazon Prime, I have Disney Plus, I have Netflix. So I have all the, the streaming, you know, services as well, because I like to be entertained and I like my options. So um, I'm, I'm still, I use um, AT&T. Um, I, I have their U-verse, um, and um, I also, like I said, I mentioned, I use pretty much all of the other streaming um, platforms as well. Okay. So, okay. So yeah. I'm Terrence, what about you, man? Uh, I, <laughs> I cut the cord. I've got um, what is it? YouTube TV is what okay. I use for you know basic channel surfing, uh, surfing rather, and then I use you know uh, Netflix is what the kids love, 
and then I'll you know use Apple TV when I can when there's something interesting. But most of it is just a combination of YouTube TV and Netflix, and you know we also have Disney Plus, but we use that every once in a while. Do you have a DVR option? And so that that was one of my concerns with some of those products because you know we we like to record and and watch it at a later particular time. Does does YouTube TV have a DVR? Yes, uh, YouTube TV has it. Sling has it. Uh, YouTube uh, Hulu, Hulu uh, TV. Hulu TV has it as well. Hulu also has a live streaming service. You know, versus most people know of Hulu as the you know on demand or right. uh, wa- watch it a day after it aired on TV. Uh, Hulu also has Hulu.tv, which is the live version. I think they have cloud DVR. So I don't have a physical device. It's all mm-hmm. cloud based, but it is DVR to where I can favor the show. It'll record all the new shows. It'll delete stuff off if I haven't watched it or if, okay. it, if it needs to make more room. Just like a traditional DVR. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've been I've been really trying to figure out because I've I've got Xfinity and we we've got every channel underneath the sun. We don't watch them all, but uh, I, look, I, I'm just uh, a National Geographic, and I, I watch my Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe and my uh, Life Below Zero. You know, those those are the shows that I watch. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of a Science Channel kind of guy. I, I try to stay away from the news nowadays because right. I don't want to get angry. But don't be surprised because a lot of people originally cut the cord because of the uh, statement that you made and the fact that I got all these shows or all these channels that I pay for that I don't watch. Uh, streaming TV ain't no different. There's a lot yeah. you pay for. Okay. It's it's almost, I'd say almost price comparable to what you would pay to uh, to have like a universe or to have like a Xfinity or whatever the case may be, because once you add up the cost of Netflix, once you add up the cost of uh, renting movies like off of uh, Apple TV or iTunes, mm-hmm. once you add up the cost of your, uh, you know, Hulu.tv or YouTube TV or Sling, once you add all those up, it's damn near close to what you're paying in cable right now. So don't think that, okay, I can cut the cord and just pay for National Geographic because you got to pay for YouTube TV and you're going to get uh, Nickelodeon if you, you know, I don't know how old your kids are, but, you know, you're going to get Nickelodeon. You're going to get yeah. Disney. You, you can't pick and choose like you used to right. when people first started cutting the cord. So I looked at cutting the cord as a way to get rid of a, another box under my TV. So I don't need a cable box. All I need is a gateway slash router, and then I can go out to all my other devices, whatever the case may be, you know, and just look at it as this is the new wave. Don't necessarily look at it as a cost savings. It's almost comparable. (laughs) And don't look at it as I'm going to cut down on some of these channels that I don't watch because you're going to get the same thing through streaming. That's the that's the first time I've heard, and I've asked this question for for years. So the TV behind me is a Roku TV, and it's tied into my Xfinity, and I don't have a physical box behind it. But the, the fact that it's not necessarily cost conscious, but it's more of a convenience. It's more right. of a convenience. Now right. you save a little bit, but yeah. it ain't it ain't like oh I save five hundred dollars just yeah. by cutting the cord. No, you'll save maybe thirty dollars, and that's on you if that's enough to go through all the you know, switching and getting yeah. boxes, we'll do whatever you got to do to cut the cord. If $30, $50 is enough, then do it. But don't think you're going to, you know, save all this extra money like you used to when cutting the cord. And that's my thing. It's convenience. 
I'll pay for convenience and it's it's convenient to, to have a service. I don't have to go and, and that's that's really you know, that's real. Yeah. And move on. I, I just want to turn it on and and see what I want to see. So for me, just having to do the research, having to disconnect and then having to figure out the best way to get my local channels, because I do want to yeah. see the local stuff, how to get, you know, my different streaming services all combined. It's it's a lot. Yeah. And I have like Samsung TVs, but still it's it's easier just to have for me to have a cable yeah. box and i'm willing to pay for that convenience so that's all good Corey, what are you using man oh, i got the homeboy hookup oh there he go there you go i cut the cord years straight ago. from the streets boy you straight from the street yeah I, I cut the cord, no because i travel and so because mm -hmm. i travel abroad i'm not at home uh, you know, for a significant amount of time. So for me, why am I paying that? And back when yeah. I used to play ball overseas, Sling TV, when it first came out, it was a viable option for me when I was overseas. So it was, hey, as long as uh, Brother Tech got an extra room and I buy this Sling box and let me just hook it up to the Atlanta. I can catch my Falcons games. I can catch my Hawks games and I'm good to go. Um, but then to brother text um point the streaming services the price points have just raised within the last two years uh amazon just went up on their pricing to 120 dollars yeah. as opposed yeah. to what it was at 79 dollars you got to think netflix was back in the day it was 5.99 or 7.99 and now you're almost paying 14.99 if if not more yeah. for netflix and then now disney just jumped in the game last year and they say that this is how much they're charging per month. So now between my girlfriend, my brother, and myself, it's you pick your two, I pick my two, and she picks her two. And you know what? We're going to share because yeah. somebody might want something on Stars, Somebody might want P-Valley. Somebody else might want, you know, something, want Beyonce's uh, a play on, on Disney+. On Disney Plus. Personally, I don't care. I only want to catch one or two episodes because I'm not really a big TV watcher. I'm a content creator. But for them, it's, well, since I got Amazon Prime, you got Prime Video. Well, yeah. since I have HBO, you can watch, you know, this show over here. Well, you know what? I want to watch that over there. So you can get my password. You can get, you know, I hope. See that? See that right there? The police cut him off right there. Yeah, they, they got him. They, they came and got him right there. I'm talking about giving out passwords. The man came and got him. I'm, I'm gonna leave him. I'm gonna leave him frozen right there. Oh, see? Yeah. Come take my phone. I don't care. But I'm gonna find a way with my LG V60. So that's all good. Yeah. As as you see the next message that's at the the next message. That's uh my girlfriend that uh, made that comment. That's why. Oh you get, yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's why you get, get a group of people. Yeah, you get a group of people and you all buy in and you just are responsible for your two. So then now it's like, all right, you're just responsible for your local channels, as Nika said, because I still want to catch the news. So um, we're now living in a society where people aren't watching TV. But when we saw military tanks on the Peachtree Street and Marietta Street here in Atlanta. Mm. I wanted to see the news and I believe it or not, 11 alive had a live streaming on YouTube and they were giving you the same news content that was on TV, but they were, when they went off at 11 o'clock, they were able to still stay on because 
they had the live you solo and they were able to still go live. So for me, you know, cutting the cord, I, I, I got rid of that back years back ago. in the day. No worries. I so good. I'll get there, but I, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, I got some youngsters that still... Yeah, you still got kids, man. I, I still got some youngsters. They're they beyond the Nickelodeon age, but, you know, they, they still watch uh, whatever they watch. I, I got my daughter hooked on, on old school Good Times and Moesha right now. Now the Brandy's coming back, so so I'm pretty happy about that. Now, let me ask you this. Are you, paying not, are you not only paying for cable, but are you paying for premium channels as well? No, the premium channels. No, the only one that I have is uh, HBO because there was that show that The Rock had about football. What was that? Ballers. 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 I had to have my ballers, and and I still have it now because I want to watch Hard Knocks. But uh, they uh, Xfinity hooked me up with a long term kind of kind of deal where I'm not paying for it just yet. So. Yeah, I got all the premium channels. When I hooked, they <laughs> <laughs> they go over there. You you need to start. You need to invest in that AT and T stock too. And then you, know, just, you need to own the that. Thing is when I when you when you look at the <laughs> breakdown of the different tiers, it's not honestly, it's not that big of a price difference between the tiers. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe I'll save forty dollars or fifty dollars if I get the. 300 level package but if i get the 400 level package i get all the premium channels and all the extra stuff so sure why Why not not? why not they 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 got you it's like like buying at midnight off of qvc or something i'll I'll take that i'll take it i'll take it why not why not i love it (laughs) i can always change it if i if i want to but like i said i like variety so i like to be able to watch a little bit of everything so i need my options gotta do it can we end before you end this show? I have one question for you because this was posed to me last week. What's on your mind, brother? And because this is Apple, it was it's only fitting. I had Uh-oh. a cousin, um, his son, or which is uh his which is my second cousin, shall we say. I don't know how that works in the family, but he's in <laughs> high school and he has a tablet, uh, which is a Mac. And from my understanding, they he called his dad and told his dad that um, he needed an Apple pencil. And his dad does not know anything about technology. So he said, tell me any and everything you know about this. So I was out there Googling it, YouTubing it, and I gave him my best uh, version of it. And um, he was kind of hesitant on spending $100 for a pencil. So one, is the pencil worth it? Is it worth a hundred dollars, and what does it do? Are you Brother Tech. Okay, so the the important question is, why does he think he needs it? Apparently, the school said that it was something that he needed. So, okay. I, I, and I asked him, does he? Um, I asked him, uh, does he draw? And he said no. But I think it was something about taking down notes or something like that for class okay. on the okay. live stream. So that was that was what I got out of it. But I guess for the ones who may not know about a hundred dollars, I guess my cousin was looking at it as why am I paying a hundred dollars for a pencil? Can I go on Amazon and buy a non-proprietary pencil uh, that that's not? And I told him no. I said do not with Apple. If it was Android, I told him feel free to do what you want. But with Apple, stay proprietary to Apple. You guys are the Apple people. So, so, so the, so the, the short answer is no, he doesn't need an Apple pencil. Uh, if he's not drawing, if he's not doing any sort of high end sketching, 
you know, Photoshop may have an app, whatever the case in um, Adobe may have some suites or whatever. If he's not using none of that, then no, he doesn't need a proprietary Apple pencil. It's fly to have, but he doesn't need it. Now, can he use like a regular old stylus? He could get away with using a regular old stylus, but there are some other middle technologies between those cheapy stylus on this end mm. and the high-end Apple Pencil on this end. Uh, Logitech makes a stylus that is works better with an iPad than just the basic, you know, $10, $15 Amazon stylus. And I think that's like $35. I can't remember exactly the yeah, price point. Yeah, $35. You use that for a kid because, mm -hmm. you know, my kids, they're 12 and 10 that are school age. And I haven't gotten them a pencil yet because simply their school doesn't, they don't need, you know, tablet stuff yet. But once they do, I'll get them the Logitech uh, stylus that gives you much more functionality than a basic stylus. But I ain't got to spend $100 for no Apple pencil. Now, I have an Apple pencil because that's who I am, you know, but do I need it? No, I don't need it when something like what you put on screen, that logic, I think it's called a yeah crayon. That's what it's called, a Logitech crayon. You can cut right in the middle, get you something that'll be fully functional, does what you need to do. Uh, you're not paying that much money, but you get functionality. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so, so now with this pencil that we see on, that we just saw on the screen, you won't be able to do the drawing, but you will still be able to take your notes. Is that correct? You can still do drawing, but it just won't be as precise as an Apple pencil. Now, again, if you need that precision because he's in a sketch class, he's in some sort of art class, and yes, get the Apple Pencil. Mm -hmm. You can still use that Logitech crayon to do sketching, to take notes. It just won't be as precise as an Apple Pencil. But if you're talking about some kid in middle school or high school, who cares? Gotcha. Well, as Hit the Spot 1006 said, <laughs> too late now. Hey. <laughs> she said it's too we on out and spent that big money. That's all that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Look here, uh Nika Terrence, first of all, thank you guys again for taking the time to come and hang out with us in the lab. Uh I hope it was enjoyable. I I I know we, we got this this dissenting personality over here but you know it, it's, it's all real it's all love it's all you know we're here just for the audience to make sure that we give straight shooting information you know nothing, no one's bought or sold here right this, this is this is our opinions our thoughts we utilize all of this technology and we're all saying how we feel and giving honest reviews honest feedback honest information so uh, at, at the end of the day uh, I just want to tell you guys again, thank you. And I will definitely in the show notes put links to not just your website here, but to uh, your YouTube channel uh, and to uh, your your individual uh, social profiles as well. So folks can can definitely check you guys out. Now look, that was nice. I ended on Apple. Oh, my. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. We definitely um, appreciate appreciate you inviting us on. And we all have a. Uh, Apple dissenting folks in our life, so uh, <laughs> we, we, we'll work with him. We'll, we'll work with him. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of him. We'll, you know, he'll come around one of these days. Right, and if he doesn't, that's okay too. But, that's all right. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. We had I, I had a great time. So definitely, thank you guys for for having us on. Awesome, thank you. Y'all be good. Take care of yourselves now. All right, take it easy, man. Bye. Later now.